Oh my god, is that the faces of the future? How y'all doing on this Monday? Got some new vibes coming out of Philly for you. It's the new wave. Vibe with us on this Monday. Turn up. Talk to party. Murder comes up in this week, don't sit for card. I get paid. That's why they hit. Back boy, you late. Don't rock my bait. It's that thing with mag cuts. It's the first party. It's the first party. I can fuck with Miley's man. This host for everybody. Black my bitch. Next spot. Yeah, I'm here. Big body bros. I said fuck a robbery. Man, my life feel like an after party. I went blind when I say I see you at the shot. Shit away. I stuck to my rules. I'm like Jimmy Fallon. I ain't dropped the album, but the shoes went platinum. Every time I talk, they say I'm too aggressive. I was out here spazzing, now y'all get the message. On the field, I'm over reckless on my Odell Beckham. 2020, I'ma run the whole election. I've been tripping years, y'all a couple days. Easy in the house, and we just gotta pray. Nike, Nike, treat employee just like slave. They look right. It's straight out of Georgia, man. You go by the name of Flipper. That's the Flipper tape out right now. Vibe with us. I don't beef. Got enough of bags to drop it on your top. I cut tie with all my hoes cause they kept fucking up my knots. I spent five racks on some clothes and made a 10 at that shop. I can't get my time no more if you can't spend what's on my watch. Bitches trying to cuff on me cause they ain't trying to get no job. If a hoe say that's my cash, she was in if I got robbed. I be good wherever I go. Still won't post none of my scraps. Nigga get try like some hoes. Then go and post one of them apps. I be good wherever I try. Soldier boy, you get clapped. Bitch gon' try to move my gun, I had to move off my lap I need rest going at club, run my 
two up on that stage. Nigga looking all in my neck like I won't shoot, losing these chains. I won't act off on no snap. I might black out my scrap. I was playing that nigga song like, what's that cap out in your rap? I won't hang around no group. I don't need to be in no game. Nigga recording out here move. Had to move around from them lanes. Throw my hood up in your face. Still some niggas I don't even like. I got some new wave my coming. Who it look like I'm fighting? I'ma trap all day and night. I ain't gotta tell my squad. Youngins taking over. Old heads better watch out. Yeah, you know I try for real. Yeah, you got no rats for real. All I plenty rats and gain no fucks. I get them back for real. I can't fuck with Shotty, talk too much. That shit be cat for real. She gon' say I fuck, I just got suck. I should've jacked for real. We don't do get back for real. We the first to whack for real. Call my young and Brady, he the one who taking sacks for real. I don't do no talking, pay that check, then you could ask for real. I don't do no talking, cut that check, I'm still gon' tax for real. Faces of the Future. Welcome to episode 97 of the Faces of the Future podcast. It's your boy Mills. It's your boy Shane. It's your boy, man. So Moose, what's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Solid, man. Solid, solid. Solid, 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 solid little intro. Solid. Solid. A couple records. Solid, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, yeah, you, you like those newer records, the first one, the third one? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. them shit is fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the new wave coming up. You know what I'm saying? The first one was um Cove and uh my boy Rado. We played a record, um, the song of the day. Last one was U Plus Me. That was off the same project that they dropped. This one was called uh, No Parties. And then obviously I don't know the second, the second record. And then the third one's from a, a rapper, an artist out of Georgia, goes by the name Flipper. Got he, you got you got the South one humming right now. It's called Straight to It. I'm mean, that's a vibe though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But what y'all been up to, man? Another week, man. On the road, do 100 episodes. We got we got three more left. Yeah. This is Did getting... you ever go back and listen to the ones from the like episode one? That shit sound crazy, bro. Like that, like the, the way the the way that <laughs> the shit sound is is nuts. Yo, Yo that's like sounds like we recording like a like a sandbox or something, bro. <laughs> you said like, a sandbox. It, it sound like it sound like like it's like sandpaper over the mics. Yeah, it sound it sounds rough. You know what I'm saying? But we was just figuring out. It's just crazy. Yeah, we really just jumped into it, bro. We know what we was doing. Yeah, but I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, we didn't know what we was doing at all, bro. Facts. But I was looking at the old picture from the first episode. We had a mic behind us. We did. Yeah. We had a mic behind. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, we had it right yeah, in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's, just, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for all y'all that been listening to this episode. Well, go back and go back on whatever IGs or something like that. Sitting there, that joint look crazy. I'm really thinking about like why we put a mic behind it. Yo, like why we should have just had the one joint in the right middle. in front of us. He stands. <laughs> yeah, that well. joint jump was not it. I mean, but I mean, time's coming. We almost there. Road to 100. Uh, we'll talk about it more when episode 100 comes. We'll probably we'll probably go deep into like a reflection type of thing, but um, we we recording a little earlier this time. It's, it's on a Tuesday, so um, it's a little shorter week. But there's there's still a lot to discuss. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot to discuss. Um, you know, what's what you been up to though? I've been cooling. You've been cooling because I didn't ask you. I didn't want to cut you off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not, I, I want to figure out moves. So <laughs> I've been cooling. Most been cooling? most a munch or most a munch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. just leave it like that. All right, but you say less. Muncher? Like you say yeah. Vacation. Well, you People, went back from where? Vacation. People been taking your swag on the on the, on the episodes, uh, moves. Oh yeah, of course. That always happens. That always happens. What was you about to say? I cut you off. Um, you know, I was going to say it. Like it's only Tuesday, and so much shit has happened, bro. A lot. Just just BS. All the yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, what's up with your with your boy AB, Mills? Who? Uh-huh. Your boy AB. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take that one, bro. I, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> take that I'm t- one. I'm taking it. I'm taking. I have to. I have to. I have to recant everything this I said. This man's a genius. This, this is. 
Hey man, I, I can't be right about <laughs> everything. He was trying, yo, a crazy. I remember we was in a group chat. He was trying art and like, bro, bro, at this the don't time, make sense. But at the time though, at the time it's it's whatever though. I mean, at the time hindsight's twenty twenty. We always say that hindsight is twenty twenty. But um, crazy behavior is crazy behavior. No matter. No, nah, you're right. You know, you're you know right. somebody crazy when they give up twenty nine million just like that. No, you aren't wrong. You aren't wrong. But like, now yeah. that I think about it, like twenty nine. The yeah, rate, the rate, the Raider situation. Maybe does maybe CTE is kicking in <laughs> early, huh? Early onset. Nah, but for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, so this this past weekend, a video surfaced of Antonio Brown in a public, he was in a public pool in Dubai, in Dubai with a bunch of people, and this man jumped out of the water, butt ass naked, um, mooning people, put his put his butt on a woman, dunked her underwater, then whipped his whipped his Johnson out in front of everybody, um. If if he ever thought he was going back to the league, I don't think that's ever happening now. Um, I don't think that's ever happening, bro. I don't think. He, I mean, I think there's a reason he's not in the league, bro. Nobody yeah. wants to take that on, bro. After the, after what he did with the Buccaneers taking his jersey off and shit on the field, and it was a dub for him at that point. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, do, do you think he has a shot of getting back into the league? Still, I don't think yeah. it's like. Nah, some teams could use his talent for sure, for like sure. the Rams. Odell, but I mean, Odell, Odell, and AB, they they still got a chance. Well, o- OBJ for sure. Yeah, OBJ. He's going to be back in the league. So, someone's going to be desperate enough to take him. To take AB? So, I feel like some people will be desperate enough to tolerate him for that time frame. I don't I don't doubt it, but I also don't see it. The I don't only, I don't see the it. The only team I could see him potentially really going to that kind of makes sense if they make a playoff run, which they probably will, is the Ravens. Like I could see them, like, picking. He could, I feel like he could fit into, like, a mold like that where their organization probably where they don't care because, like, their organization is known for having, like, People like with back history and things of that nature. And they Marcus just, Peters and yeah, stuff like that. It's just like they just. Yeah, but do you want to bring that type of energy even into your locker room is the question. You know what I'm saying? Like if if, if you're a coach, do you want to even bring somebody like that in? Ticket sales. They don't need him in Baltimore. I'm, I'm not saying if it has to be Baltimore. <laughs> I'm saying if a team were to bring him in, though, it's like. They're not bringing him in. Nobody in the league needs ticket sales. They're going to they're gonna bring him in late in the season. That's why I said it, it's to, it, I think it's going to be tolerable. But people who know that they can make a deep run into the playoffs, and they know they're going to the Super Bowl. I mean, you, you make a good point with the Ravens because him and Lamar have a good relationship. That's what I'm saying. So like, you make a good point with the Ravens. Like the Ravens, a lot of Florida people. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I, I could see it happening. And then, and then you don't. I'm, I'm, when I say ticket sales, I'm not saying like, oh, the ticket sales is going to rise. But I'm saying like, if you if you, if someone says AB's playing on Sunday. The, the the quality the people are going to tune in, tune in you yeah, know what I mean? like the rating is going to be od like it's going to be it's going to be ridiculous but when y'all saw that video what y'all think this nigga's tripping bro uh, again wide. bro like, why again did, why did this surface he said again TV? again bro then he post tom brady's wife like dog what was that about i don't know what that was about i still don't know what that was about i don't know what it's about at all that's kind of weird actually and it's also very ironic that tom brady and Giselle both filed for um they both hired lawyers today to use the same oh is it well, that's been that's been kind of circling out there for a minute, though. I know, but it just makes it for funny. a couple of years now. You know, you know me, you know me. I like, you know, I like, you know, I'm a narrative starter. Wait, well, they both filed for divorce. They hired yeah. divorce lawyers. Yeah, bro, she leaving him, bro. Mm. She's not leaving him. You don't think so? She don't need Why him, not? bro. She got she's worth more than he she, is. Bro, is she, is bro, he has, bro, he has a four hundred million dollar contract waiting for him and part ownership of probably the bro. Or any she don't team. give a fuck about she that, bro. Leaving. She don't need him. She not leaving. <laughs> She doesn't need Tom Brady, bro. She was somebody before she met him, and she still True. is. Yeah, no, she fair. does not need him. So that's that four hundred million, right. she's worth five hundred, bro. Is she, so is she? She worth some, some crazy like I'm that, a, bro. A, I mean, I don't know. Do you think? Do you, 
She doesn't need him, bro. Who, so if the divorce happens, then what? Her her thing her thing has been this, bro. She's wanted him to retire for years now. Not years, but he's forty five years old, right? Yeah. He he was going to retire when he was forty, right? Even this past time when he retired, it was it was he came out of retirement thirty days later. She's worth four hundred mil. You're close. Yeah. So she's worth four hundred million dollars. So she don't need him. So they worth the same. So she don't need him. They don't point. They you know equal, what I'm saying? They equally yoke 50-50. She don't need him, is my point. That just proves even more. Um, she's been wanting him to retire for years. She doesn't think that it's safe for him to be out there, number one. She's worried about CT and concussions like anybody would be. The man's 45 years old. They have kids that she wants to raise him. I mean, he's not even living in the same house with her oh, really? for months. Yeah. Let me. All right, so that, that makes me to bring this question. Um, If you don't agree with... I guess the career path of your spouse, your significant other, is that a deal breaker? Should it be a deal breaker? I'm not saying, should it be a deal breaker if you guys are going back and forth about your career path, how it affects your family, whatever it may be? Is that a deal breaker if if you want to continue, say you want to, your spouse wants to continue the career that they love, but it's affecting your your, your life at home? Yeah, well, the, go ahead, Moose. Leave, bro. Like, like it's simple. Like it, people people want to try to force things and make things work when it shouldn't work. Um, or they do things too prematurely, and I think that in a lot of cases, when you deal with these types of things, sometimes people's like people's timelines just don't add up. Like Giselle and Tom, like I said, she's probably upset because she put her career on hold. Right? My thing is that now that Tom Brady is probably going to retire, Giselle is still attractive enough for her to still do what she needs to do. You know what I'm she saying? She still does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See so, what she's yeah. worth. Yeah. So my thing is that like now it's like at this point it's like let her be her. For this time, because you know, like your legacy, your legacy is already there. You know what I'm saying? The money's are like you have. You're sitting on four hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Plus partial ownership of whatever team, whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're good. But it's like with Tom, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a habit thing too. So I mean, it, it's one of those things where going back to the whole thing is like if people, if you're not aligned with your partner, like figure out to figure out a way to get a, on the same page, and then. If not, just break up, bro. Like, yeah. life is too short for y'all to be sitting here trying to figure this stuff out. Y'all both attractive people. Y'all both going to end up dating the, the the top athlete or the supermodel again anyways in the next six months to a year. Like, it's going to be the same thing. It's just like If you can't come to a compromise, then, yeah, I think you should leave. You know what I'm saying? And, and just from the outside looking in, what it seems like is Tom Brady might have made her and the family a promise that he was going to retire at a certain age. Probably. Right? We obviously see that that has – that was about five years ago, right? And I think she's kind of not pressuring him, but saying, like, I want you to keep your word for what you said to not only me, but to the children, right? Because her her big thing when when I see her talk about it is always about the kids, right? The kids, the kids, the kids, the kids. Which is usually about when it Right, which is usually that. what it's about, right? But it's it's also like I feel like she might not understand Tom Brady's plight as an athlete because he doesn't have anything left to prove. Yeah. But he's just a competitive guy. And while he can play at a high level, he still wants to do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because I think. But I, again, I, when you have a family, you know, you kind of you kind of got to put that first to me. You know, right? You're, you're, you're right. But I'll, I'll say this, right, as guys, right? If there's one thing that a lot of guys, a lot of guys, I'll say, not even just guys, let me say people. A lot of people, when they are good at something and they're high performance, they're highly intelligent, a lot of people don't find great use for that high intelligence right it's just it happens in a lot of cases and for someone like tom who's so intelligent with the game and who's finding ways to manage to be 
um, so intelligent with everything else. It's like it's almost like if he leaves, it's like what's next, right? It's number one. Number two, right? A big thing for the rest of his brands is based on him playing. You know what I mean? And so for him, it's almost like if he doesn't play, it's not the fact that his brand is going to like be affected, but the it brand. Will. I mean, it will, but not in a sense. Not in a sense. In, in a sense like this, right? If Tom Brady were to get hurt, his brand would take a huge hit. If he were to retire. His brand probably wouldn't be affected as much. Okay. You know what I mean? It wouldn't so, be. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's proven that yeah. it worked. So my thing is that, like, for him, it's he's trying to push this brand. I guess probably for like another year or two, whatever, and then he's probably gonna retire because it's like for him, it's very predicated on yo, like the TB12 method works because I'm doing all these different things that other people don't do. You know, now he's doing the NIL um, contracts with a bunch of college players. You know, he has the TB, he has a TB12. Clothing brand, all he that stuff. Podcast, so, yeah, you got a podcast. So, so that's why you said when, like, what is he going to be with a football? He has other things already going on outside that. And he got the Fox deal when he retires. Yeah, but all those things are predicated on him playing. Maybe it's kind of you like, know what I mean? Maybe it's kind of like the thing um, we were talking about with the concussions in a sense, but we're moving to, like, business um, or even just, like, somebody retiring or knowing when they retire. Sometimes people got to save them from, from themselves. Yeah. Um, where he just, like, kind of like a Moose alluded to, some people don't know how to let go of something when they're very extremely good at it. Like, you see it all the time with Muhammad Ali's a prime example. Like, he could have left on top, but he kept, he didn't need to box. He didn't yeah. need to keep boxing, but he kept boxing. Then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, what happened, happened. But it's just like. Yeah, I mean, it's like for, for bro, it's like, dog, you seven-time champ. You're, you're the GOAT, bro. Yeah. We all acknowledge that. Like, you don't owe the game shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But do you think he has that little fire in him? Because he sees the young young bucks like like Pat Mahomes. You see the like like um Herbert. Can't beat him. All he can't beat Patty. He no just more. wants to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He maybe he's not ready for the change in the guard yet. And some bro. you know what I'm saying that. Think about this. You're the top player in the league, bro. A lot when, when you're not playing anymore, like a lot of that shit changes. A lot of you're not getting the same noise, same attention. As yeah. much as people don't, as much as people don't think that that's a factor, I feel like. To a lot of people, that is like that's a huge difference in like a lifestyle. I think too, it is. It is a big factor, but I think for Tom Brady, and this is from the outside looking in. Obviously, yeah, for I, mean, sure, I can't for imagine sure. what it's like for Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, you look at Peyton and Eli got their own shit on Monday Night Football, right? Yeah. Peyton got his own show on. Uh, Peyton and Eli got their own shows on uh, on um, ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, they do the golf things. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. So he has other things going on where he's still going to be in the limelight. Yeah, he's still he's going to be the number one guy on Fox whenever he gets that job. So he'll still be at the top of that field. Yeah. So, uh, but he. Just has that competitive nature about him. It's almost it's almost like MJ, bro. Did he sign it? He, you said he signed a deal to be an analyst, or what? he already signed it. Four hundred million. Okay, we okay we did talk about it. we did mm-hmm. talk about that. That's yeah, you're right. I, I can't see why you wouldn't retire. Like like dog. Yeah, your wife yeah, wants you, you to come a, home and raise your kids, bro. Maybe he don't want to go home. That's another thing. <laughs> like that, maybe he don't want to go. I mean, that, that could be another thing. I mean, but that, if that's the case, then nobody, leave your wife. Nobody nobody talks. But you know what I'm saying that. Their image, family, kid. a lot of people don't break up because of children too, as well. I mean, That's we don't know. Thing. We don't know what their relationship is like at home. Yeah, but I'm, we're talking about like in terms of like, why don't they just break up? Or why don't they have a divorce? Or whatever. A lot of people stay together. Simple fact of, for their children. If you don't want to go home to your family, I, that, that's a problem too. It is. Yes. It's, it's, it's definitely a problem. Um, that was a good. I, I don't know. How long do you think he should stay in the league? Yeah, two more years. I think he should have retired when he retired already. I think that at this point, it's kind of habit. And I think for him in his old age, he doesn't know how to change his habits. Bro, you have to learn how to change, though. Bro, change is uncomfortable for everybody, but you got to do it. Especially for the sake of your family, you should be willing to. Yeah, but I mean, he's also 40. He can still play. 
True. Uh, true. I mean, true. I'm saying, I mean, he's. this is a situation not like anybody else ever in the NFL. Yeah, it's like nobody ever has played this long. You know what I mean? Like the, the league forces you to retire. Like Tom Brady's like, nah, Even nah, 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 kickers I'm good. don't play this long and punters don't play this long. Like, yeah. Quarterback. That's what I'm saying. 45. Like, he, yeah, he's 45. And not to say Dang, that. Dang, when I think about that, 45 is old as hell playing football, bro. Yeah, bro, he looks it too. He looks forty five. What do you think? Did, did he get like a face reconstruction? I'm not. Nah, I'm not gonna talk about that because I, I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't <laughs> he, want to. But, but he looks yeah, forty five. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. It's like nobody's ever seen this before, and he's defying time. You know what I mean? He's still playing at a high. He's still one of the, the top three quarterback in the league. Yeah. Say say he wins a bowl this year. Should he retire yes. on top? Yeah. Yes. Never come back. Yeah. He should have retired after they won the last chip. Like I came here year one title piece, but I mean, you know what I, you know what else I think it is. <laughs> facts, facts, you know what facts. else I think it is. I think that he also still has a chance to win a Super Bowl. He does. As long as he's playing, he has a chance. But I think that I think the, the path looks sure. a lot easier this year. You think so? I mean, to the, a Super Bowl, like on the NFC. Yes, I mean the division's not that good. But he might get through the NFC, but AFC, AFC con. I, I mean, what is happening. Him getting back to the actual Super Bowl is easy. Him winning is a different story. So him getting is, there. But, but but so what if you just get there and lose? But I mean, for him, it, it's you say he want to give himself a chance to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get you. But when is like when doesn't it matter anymore though? It shouldn't matter. Ball got seven rings. That's what I said. When doesn't it like when in his like in, I'm saying in his mind like when should it? But that's not what I mean. Anymore. Is this, there's a there's a routine. It's there's like, a what does he want? Ten routine. You want to have ten? I get it. But sometimes, bro. For the sake of your family, bro. Think about your children. Keep not thinking What's about that. They'll be, right. They'll be all right. They'll be all right. Then I can't agree with that, bro. You said for life, let me play my game. That's what I'm saying. Like, they good. I they can't good. agree with that. I can't agree with that for the sake of your children. Bro. I'm personally, I'm. would I personally do that? Nah, I got seven rings. I'm the GOAT. I'm 400, I'm 400 million. I'm, I'm walking I'm away good. healthy. I'm walking away healthy. But what I'm, I'm saying out. is for him, he already has a psychopathic discipline to play right, football. Then, then bro, you got like, you got you got to th- you got to think about it. It's like think of business, right? Nigga like No, the, I totally understand. Yeah, it's it. like they have a psychopathic discipline to their business or entrepreneurship. It's kind of the same method. You know what I mean? It's like one of the things that I've always wanted to talk about is that we're in the best we're in the best and worst times of like a generation because we equally see how easy it is to get something done when you have a when you have a method and you replicate it in all different aspects, right? The issue is that now you kind of have to sacrifice other things like your family, all those things. But it's easy because it's like because Tom Brady has that method, let's take the family out of it. He knows what it takes to get to the Super Bowl. He knows the methods. He knows all the formations. He knows what all the team's defenses are doing, right? He understands it. So for him, it's easy for him. The game mentally is easy for him. And for him, seeing that system being that easy, of course you'd want to do it Because like well it's I can do it right. It's fun right. You know what I mean Right So I, I, I don't know So we just label him as a workaholic Yeah Oh 100% 100% Love it though Bet bet So let's get into some other um, Current event news that happened um, There was a video that surfaced Out of Texas um, And uh, a woman posted a video Of her grandfather In a In a What's it called A nursing home And the tweet said My grandfather was being abused today At the resort in Texas City He was sent out for a fall, I went to the nursing home and they didn't know where he was sent to. I asked questions regarding to the video, the video that she posted, um, and they asked me to leave. Um, is this how, and then she said, is this how nursing homes should treat patients? And what the video pretty much shows is that her grandfather was on the ground, um, and I don't know if he like, I don't know if he was like being aggressive or whatever. But all you see is that the workers pretty much being physical with him, throw him on the bed, and they and then they put the. Um, What's it called? The the, the the sheet across the thing, and you can't see what happens after. Um, I sent you guys the video. 
Um, when I sent that, what was your initial reaction? Shannon, you work in this field. So. Y'all go ahead first. Okay. I'll go last because this is my field. Okay, I can talk bet. about this all day. I'll give you your reaction. I'll give my reaction and then we'll go to Shannon. It wasn't a cool site. I didn't finish the video. I don't like seeing stuff like that. I've been trying, like I said, I've been trying to establish boundaries with the shit that I consume. For sure. Um, it's, it's not it's not cool. Um, One of the things I noticed is that, I don't want to say it's like a continuation, but I, but I think that COVID expose a lot of how like retirement homes and nursing homes do act in terms of like the care that they truly give people give the the elderly right and it's 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 really it's really sickening because like these are people's parents you know what i mean like if you saw somebody doing something like that to your parents in your face you wouldn't appreciate that you know what i'm saying At all. And, and and that's why i say it's like you have to choose people like when it comes to these things like services like one of the things that i kind of hate is that people who are in service industries are in it for the money but not necessarily for the actual morality reasons it's like nurses are nurses mm-hmm. preach nurses are nurses but you don't like a lot of these people don't really care like you're told that say like you're how do i say this nurses are nurses right but the idea of it is that, like, they don't really treat people with the utmost care until they find out that you're related to somebody in the hospital that you work at. Like, if you're the if you're the son of the doctor on that same floor that one of these nurses work at, right, they're going to come to you. They're going to give you the extra juice, the sandwiches, all that. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, like, we work and we have these hospitality industries, but it's like nobody truly seems to care about people. And I think it's really, really disappointing that you have to, like, actually find that out. And I think, like I said, COVID opened that door a little bit for us to see how people truly feel and how people truly treat others and then ultimately it's it's here and i think it goes to a bigger picture to close it out is like of how much we value the elderly in my sense in, in a sense like there's just been a very big thing of like younger people just disrespecting like old heads um younger people not really looking for advice or wisdom or seeing the value in older people because obviously you know they can't work or things like that but they can give us knowledge and certain things to help us work and get into a better state of mind with a lot of things. They provide great wisdom. But the idea is that now we've kind of been told, like, well, we don't need the old heads. You can do it yourself. Like, it's like, what do we need them for? You know, and I think that also replicates and shows in this and that video, for example. Yeah, and just, I mean, what you said is all, all correct, in my opinion. Um, based on what I just heard. And then, like, when I saw the video personally, like, I was... I was kind of disgusted, bro. Kind of, And it's just kind of, like, scary because you just think about your parents when they get older... Um, and things of that nature, and then just to to talk about like the mind state of some some patients as they get elderly, whether they like have dementia or they can't take care of themselves anymore, they're physically like unable to do the things they do. It's they're almost like in the state of like you're you're watching over like a toddler in a sense, and it's like you switch roles. Yeah, you switch roles, and it's and it's and it's just a scary thing. And then when you see something like that, it just it just makes me angry because like if you don't like your job, especially a job in that field, you know you're gonna have to help somebody change, help somebody use the bathroom. If they fall, you're going to have to help them do this and that, almost baby them. Yeah. Like, don't be in that industry because you know what comes with that. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially the video she said she got, um, her grandfather got um, called on for a fall. And you could see, like, he was, like, kind of being, like, a physical, kind of, like, kind of, he's being scary. But it's like, you don't know what's going on with him and his brain. You don't know what, what um, physicality they brought to him in the past that we didn't see on film, those mm-hmm. type of things. So it's like, None of that shit should ever happen, and it, and it's just disappointing. And it's like people have to do better. I think I think employers need to vet the people that they um hire for these types of roles. You can't mm. just you shouldn't just hire anybody for these mm. type of roles because these type of roles you definitely need to be careful who you're hiring. Because <laughs> me personally, if that was my parents, which I don't think my parents are ever going to be in nursing home because of things like that, um, you, I'd, you I'd, can burn that joint down. I'm not going to say never, but I'm saying as of right now, I'm saying my mindset, like, uh-huh. seeing stuff like that, I wouldn't want to put my parents in a, in a predicament like that. You feel me? We can talk about that, too, after you give your opinion on what you saw. 
I didn't watch the video either because, again, like Moose said, I, I don't want to see shit like that. I know what it is already because I work in the field. Yeah. So I, I hear stories like that on the For sure. regular. Yeah. Um, anytime you, you're talking about, like, those those end-of-life situations or those skilled nursing needs, what we call nursing homes in the industry is end-of-life facilities because that's what they are, right? You don't go to a nursing home unless you're totally dependent and need care. Once you go to a nursing home, usually it means that you're you're on the verge of probably dying because you're, you're that sick. That's what nursing homes are for, right? To take care of extremely skilled care needs, right? Uh-huh. Um, like you said, I think... Like Mu said, that COVID exposed a lot of this. COVID has also just totally burnt out this entire industry of people from nurses to aides to administrators to social workers to everything. Not only that, but you also have to take into account how much death that the employees of these facilities have had to see mm-hmm. over the duration of COVID, right? Yep. Literally, people getting carried out. And when COVID was at its peak, we're talking about 30 people a day dying in certain facilities yep, because sure. it was mostly susceptible to that, to that uh, older community. Um, I think there's a lot that goes into things like this. Right. So I feel like I'll speak for our community in general, as far as like African-Americans being black, I feel like a lot of times we're not prepared for when things like that come about. You know what I'm saying? For when, for when it's time for mom or dad to maybe have to move to an assisted living or to a memory care, or to a nursing home, or to a skilled rehab. Um, I don't think that we have any education. I mean, do you guys know about that? Do you guys know if your parents have their estate set up? Do you guys know if your parents have a living I was will? Gonna, I was going to yeah. bring up. Like, all yeah. that stuff is very important. Do you yeah. guys know if your yeah. parents have long-term care insurance? I was going to bring that up from, from Insecure. That was one of the big, that was one of the do, big things. That you they know, do they, have, do they have, what's going to happen if one of your parents gets to the point now where, they can't be taken care of, and you guys can't take care of them at home because they're that sick. They're going to have to go somewhere. They're not going to have a choice, right? So if you have some money, right, some good money, um, you can go to a place that is the exact opposite of that, bro. It, it really, it really, really depends on a lot of times what your financial, what your financial situation sure. is looking like. I mean, I, and I feel like a lot of times people in our community aren't prepared for that because I feel like it might sound fucked up, but a lot of us don't have a savings for some shit like that. Yes. Right. And let me get it. And let me take it an even step further with our generation. Right. Having assets is very important. Right. Most people that go to an assisted living may not be rich or have money, but they have assets, That's fact. a house to sell. That'll take care of you for the rest of your life and get you at least to, to, to the point where you can be in an assisted living to then go on Medicaid to where the state's paying for you. Right. And I feel like, like, when I see our generation talking about, oh, I don't want to own a house. I just want to rent. Da, 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 da. I just go to damn. When you get to the point where you're going to be old, if you don't have $200,000 saved up, you don't have a house to sell for your assets, you're going to go to a state-run facility that's going to be a shithole. Okay, so, all right. So, you're not wrong in everything that you're saying, but you're. But I think you're looking you're not wrong in what you're talking about, the assistant living and end-of-life facilities. I think the housing situation, I disagree with. I don't want to touch that subject yet. because that, What do you a, mean? What part do you disagree with? It's not, so, it's... It, I'm just saying it for, for asset purposes only. Okay, all right, yeah, that's fair. I'm just saying it from the mentality of why people are not doing it. It's no, not, no, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah, having, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, an yeah. asset. Usually, for yeah. most people, look, even people, a lot of people don't have assets, period, but they have a house to sell. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. That'll get you through. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. And I'm saying for our generation, people that don't even want to have that, at least that foundation of something. That's nuts. But what I else think, do you- <laughs> but I think, that's well, nuts. I mean that, but I mean that particular situation is it's 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 tricky only because I don't want to dove too much because I still want to stay on that topic. But it, it's only tricky because of the fact of what's going on in the housing market. In a sense, like you kind of have to understand that property value is going up. You have to also understand that you're also not just competing with like people that look like us. You're competing with corporations. These people, I agree. So my thing is with those types of things, and even with the with with the aspect of like just job working and working for jobs and all these different things is like. People don't feel secure enough or ready to go and invest in an asset because they need the money now. You know what I'm saying? So it's more so about the fact of like you're not wrong in what you're saying, but it's like kind of, like kind of what Kanye West says. You're not right. Like you're not right right now. Mm-hmm. No, you know? no, no. I get what you're saying. I mean, but this isn't something that just happened recently when the oh, housing yeah. market has been shit. This has been our generation. I feel like for a long period of time okay, before fair. the housing market even is what it is now. That's fair. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? People yeah, don't want to have ownership. Oh, I just want to rent. Da, 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 da. I don't want to have to worry about uh, lawn, mowing a lawn, and taking care of a crib and all that shit. They might have somebody else do it. True. But when it gets to the point where you might need that asset to sell to be able to live a life not of luxury, but a, in a place where you'll be taken care of. Yeah. You, you know, know that's no, that's fair. I mean, going back to going back to what you said about the end of life facility, you are a hundred percent right. Um, one of the things I did want to bring up though was the was in your opinion, because you do work in that in, in that field and similar field, do you think that there is a bubble going on in the healthcare field? What do you mean by bubble? Mean? Um, so I'll, I'll say it like this: I think that based on COVID, like you said, people are being burnt out. Extremely. Um, yeah, seeing just personal conversations I've had with people that are nurses, um, people like people are doing more travel nursing than just being at a regular hospital. Mm-hmm. What you're starting to see now is that like these people are not just they. You need to go and outsource your 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 nurses, and what I'm saying is that that's an issue, right? Because, oh, hundred percent. Because you can't pay 15 racks to somebody for like two, three weeks. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is that do you think that there's going to be a like there's a bubble the same way that there was a housing bubble like 2007? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I think there might have to be a revamp in the healthcare field because 100%. of that. Hundred percent. Um. True. So so Mill said something where he said you got to vet these nurses and vet these aides, bro. They're not out there, Mills. What do you mean? They're not applying. They're not available. You said nurses, nurses, like these type of nurses, aides, CNAs, just people that did, that don't that don't even do the medical care, but the non medical care, that the getting up, the bathing, the showering, bro. They come a dime a dozen, bro. Facilities, yeah. they don't even have the people applying to the jobs. The thing that they're offering CNAs and and nurses now to just take the job, yeah, they're going to give you like an extra twenty rack just for you to take the job on because they're severely understaffed. Bro, this is what I'm saying. A lot that. of these facilities are, are, are you talking about people that are working 16, 17 hours a day around the clock because because the facility itself doesn't have the adequate staff to take care of the number of patients that they have. I still think it's unacceptable, though. It is unacceptable. And, no, that shit should never, ever go on. That should on, never period. happen. Period. And like, and like you said, you have to have, in order to work in this field, which I don't understand, and, and it frustrates me when I see it myself, you got to have compassion to work in this field, bro. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 these are people's... That can't take care of themselves, that are totally dependent on you taking care of them. You have to, someone in your mind, no matter how burnt out you are, no matter how tired you are, you have to give a fuck about that aspect. Because like you said, if it was your mom or your dad in here, you would be giving them 100% attention all the time and making sure that they straight. So you got to look at all these people the same way. But I think it starts from the top, though. I mean, think about it, right? It does. Let's look at doctors. 
a lot of doctors don't really care necessarily about the patients. They really just care as long as we're as long as we're providing you, we're giving you prescriptions, we're sending you out to other places, providing businesses for other places. I'm doing my job. A lot you know of doctors saying? don't trust don't trust the team that they have in place. Yeah, and even with that, it's like they even also treat a lot of the people. They even treat the people that they're not supposed to be treating wrong. It's like I'll say this for example. She's probably not. She probably will never listen to this podcast. But if she does one day, it'll be funny. I have a family friend. She recently got married. She's in medical school. She's she's a Reddit residency. She's not supposed to work a certain amount of hours. Right? She's working thirty five hours straight. Mm-hmm. Straight is OD. You mm-hmm. do, do you get what I'm that saying? She's not, she's not even a doctor. Happen. She's not. The, that that's the thing. Happen. She's not supposed to emergency room. Right now, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's my thing. It's like she's doing she's doing that now, and it's like, bro, she's still gonna get treated somewhere because she's a black woman too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, imagine now thinking about that. You're working 35 hours, right? Just on a regular for for residency, and now thinking the fact that you're a minority woman. You know what I'm saying? And then now you have to listen to a white man or white woman kind of condescend on you in a certain way. It was like, bro, it's like, come on, like, I'm doing this for y'all. And then now I got a clock in my ass and I got to lie to make y'all look good when y'all not even treat me the way I need to be treated. And then you have your nurses, your CNAs, and y'all kind of treat them a certain way because, you know, a lot of times with CNAs, a lot of people that look like us take those jobs because, you know, they don't have time to go to school because they have kids to take care of. Most you know CNAs are foreigners. Yeah. And That's- these people can't do that because they're trying to make money. They can't go to school right now. So they kind of treat everybody at the top, from the top, they kind of treat them kind of funny. Like for another thing I'll say is, another story, I had a friend of mine who was in the hospital, I'll close it out like this, I know I'm kind of rancing on this topic, but my friend, my friend works at Jefferson. I think the president of Jefferson, there was a situation, I think there was like a racist situation with racism, my friend wants to address it, forgot what the situation what happened. He was like, yeah, he talks to him, all this other stuff. After the conversation, he's also like, yo, because he's married now, so he's like, yo, babe, I got to get out of here. And then from then on, because I forgot the conversation they had, but it was something along the lines of he showed that he cared, but he didn't really care. You know what I mean? And from then on, he was like, yo, I'm just going to be a travel nurse. And since then, I'm like, bro, he just sign me here, make 10 racks here, 20 racks here, 30 racks here. He's Gucci. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that the biggest thing is what they have to understand to close out. Cause I know I'm ranting on this. Like, yo, like these people not paying attention because they think you could just throw money. These for profit hospitals are going to start having to close down because you're not really caring about the staff or the people. So it's like for me at this point, I might as well just go listen to Doctor Sebi. They don't you know have. I mean? They don't have the let staff, me, bro. Let me ask y'all this. So, <laughs> um, the real question I want to ask y'all is, um, just based on all the stuff you've seen, based on what you know, um, would like if you didn't have to, would you put your parents in nursing home? Absolutely not. No, sorry. Th- there are other avenues that you can take. Right, you can get a living aid. You can get that's an a, hourly aid. That's what I was going to say. But also. That's not always the best either. It's not. It's not. But you know I, feel, I feel like I feel like. That, but I feel like if you have a leaving, like a personal living aid to take care, say it's like your mother, your father, whatever it is. Say they come to your crib or whatever it is, or wherever they're staying at, to have that living. I feel like it's easier to vet one person than to vet a whole. Uh, staff. So here's the thing it, with that. It, it, it depends. Here's the, here's the thing. I, with I that. think it's easier to vet one person. Than it vet is. A whole staff. But the issue. But here's the issue with that. A majority of home health aid agencies do not allow you to pick the aid. It's either they give you mm-hmm. the aid based off of the hours, or you just choose another service, right? He's right because my parents own a home health aid agency, right? No, for sure. So they it's like, do? For, yeah, they do. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why he, he knows what it's about. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't be telling people that because you know I just yeah we keep it on the DL. But yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. So for them, it's like for my parents specifically, one of the things of like their their particular companies, like they allow people to choose. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you don't want to do this. All right, fine, cool. And so one of the so one of the situations that happens is like. My uncle owns a home health aid agency in Ohio. He doesn't let them choose. He's like, yo, this is the people that they choose. And like, mm-hmm. this is who are, it works. This is what it is. Yeah. And it what depends. happens? It depends. The, yeah, and it depends. And where there's an issue with that is now a lot of times those people come in because you're at work. 
So whatever goes on, something could still happen. Granted, it's not going to be as bad because now you you at somebody's house, but there could still be things where it's like, all right, some things could happen and you would never know because you're at work Abuse or you don't have the time. Still happens. Yeah, it still happens. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, if it's at your crib, you can set up, you can set parameters, bro, so you know what's going on, bro. You can? You, you can, bro. Like but you set up the shit that's where you know it's going on at your crib, bro, as opposed to like at a facility, bro. Just because it's I, cameras. As a, look, people put cameras in facilities, bro. And what? just because you have the cameras doesn't mean that you... They, it, I know I, they don't be giving a fuck. I know they don't give a fuck. Is what I'm saying. They don't. I know they don't be giving a fuck. But I'm saying though, like I, I, me personally, I feel like if I have an environment that I control, that I created for them to be in and working, I'm gonna feel more safe than putting them in an environment that I'm not controlling. Yeah, personally. but you still only can control that aspect of it. You for cannot sure. control that aid being there for your mom. No, nah, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying though, I feel like I'll me personally, I'll be more comfortable. I feel like you would be more comfortable. If of you course, had, if it was at your crib as opposed to being in the facility, mm-hmm. that's all. That's all I'm saying is that you probably feel a lot more comfortable having the Definitely. environment that you set as opposed to all right. I'm putting my my mother and my father in this nursing home. We're, we're going by their parameters, their stage that they have, and going off because of their rules. That's you, you definitely want to keep them at home, but it it most of the times, eventually, and sadly, and unfortunately, it gets to the point where you do that, your mom or dad gets so sick and so dependent to the point that no matter what you do, home health aides are non-medical, yeah. right? They, they can't do anything medical-wise. All they can do is get you up, shower you, feed you, make sure you're clean and all that stuff. Unless they hire an actual nurse. Right, unless you hire an actual nurse to come to the crib. But by that point, you're burning through so much fucking money. I'm about to stack a bag. Dude. You know what that I'm shit. saying? You're burning that through so me, much bro. fucking shit, money. You don't even to say that too. You that can't shit, even begin my, to my, imagine how much these things cost. My, my mom's literally told me never, don't ever do that. Yeah. I, so, so of mine, like, of course. Like, that shit, but that shit, like that. That's like, bro. But what I'm saying is this: this is this is what I'm saying. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. And then I have something to get to about about that point too. It could get to the point where. You simply you cannot provide the care that your that your loved one for needs, sure, bro. For sure, yeah. for sure. And you have to send them to a facility, no matter how much you hate it or no matter how much you like it or not. You have no choice because in order to prolong your mom's life or whatever the case may be, that's the only place that, that can take care of them, yeah. right? Wrong, and, yeah. and to your point about feeling bad, bro. So in assisted living, bro, when you have people that come in and say, "Damn, you know, dad has dementia and it's really bad. You know, we can't take care of him no more. You know, he's he's walking out of the house in the middle of the night and." We can't do all this, and, and the children feel absolutely guilty, bro. I've seen sure. the adult kids break down and cry. Like I can't believe I'm putting my mom in. A, in a, and mind you, my community is beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful it's community. community. We have beautiful. we have we have chef, we have bistro, we have activities, we have we have old and most 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 assisted livings have those things to offer to you, right? But it's still getting getting past that fact that damn, am I really going to be putting my parents somewhere in this in in a position like this? But I I tell families all the time, you you have to understand that you've done everything you can do. Your mom is safer here with us than she is with you at home. Facts. Period. And that's the reality that people have to understand. But again, this gets back to my point of the whole beginning, right? I think if people understood this field and, and, and this aspect of life and how it happens, they would be more prepared for it or at least beginning to get themselves prepared for it. Because we right now, us three sitting here, we should already be putting money in a long-term, uh, long-term care policy for ourselves. Yeah. So that when we get to the point where we might need to go to an AL, I've been doing that. we yeah. have the means to do so. Yeah, that's facts. Simple and plain, but I don't think that people our age are even thinking about that. That's why I ask you guys, do your parents have a living will? Yeah. Do your parents have a power of attorney? Do your parents have their... Those are conversations that, that need to be had because you don't want to get to a point where something happens to, to your mom or dad 
and none of your siblings have any sort of power of attorney over their well, decisions. I think I think our situation, like as I'm speaking of us three, is because a lot of our all three of our parents, at least one of them, is in like some type of healthcare. Field. Yeah, they're on healthcare. Yeah, so they all know. So they all know what time it is. Right. Like, they're not. You're saying they they told us that essentially. Well, like, are you need to do X, Y, and Z, or this is what's going on, or this happens to me, this is X, Y, and Z. But I think a lot of people don't have that benefit of doubt to like know that. Like a lot of people don't even know what life insurance is. Mm-hmm. I talk to a lot of my friends. They, what's that? Mm-hmm. You I need know, it. I didn't know you could do that. You need heard, it. I've heard that, which is kind of crazy. Nothing. I, I got life insurance. Same. You know? Do you, Moose? No. You need to get. You need to get some for yourself. I'm a healthy nigga. I'll be you honest. know, it's not. It's not the point. Yeah. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> you know, I, of course not. But I'm saying is, is that I don't think enough people and and I look at our. The reason I'm, I'm looking at our people the most, as far as African Americans, is because most of these communities. I'm gonna tell you all straight up. Predominantly white folks. Yeah, that's for right. sure. Predominantly white folks because, I mean, I've had people come in to give a tour. Oh, this is this is beautiful. Da, da, da. This, it was going to cost you about ten grand a month. That's od. Ten grand. I a got month I OD. got three. That is nuts. I got three to spend, maybe max. Three to spend max. You, that I'm pulling together from everybody mm-hmm. in the family because we don't have. Mom lives with me. She yeah. don't have a house. Mom doesn't have money, or or mom has. Mom gets a. Uh, a thousand dollars from Social Security every month. She don't have no money. Yeah. So then at that point, so all right. So you need to go down the street to that to that uh, that Medicaid facility right there, that state run facility down the street. They can help you out, but the care and the, and the way of living is not going to be the same as it is here. Yeah. It all depends. It 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 really all depends on how much money you have. How much money you have is going to determine the kind of life you're going to live. And, just, and that's the crazy part about it. The crazy part about it is also it's just like. When you say scenarios like that, it's like the people that are in those positions, it's like it's not even their fault that they're in those positions a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like the kids that are to take care of their, their, their yes. parents and didn't, do, like yes. their parents didn't do anything, but now they're stuck with X, Y, Z, and they that love burden. their parents. Yeah, that burden, so they don't want to, but they can't afford it, bro. So it's, that's a sad thing. And I don't know. Do you, All right, let me ask you this. Because I don't know. It's, it's, you know how, like, in, in some, in a lot of countries, healthcare is, like, free mm-hmm. and things of that nature. When it comes to... Assisted living, like in other countries, is like assisted living free as well. I don't know. I like, I really have no idea how it works mm-hmm. in in other countries. I don't yeah, know, I know, but either. I know yeah, how it works for, here. Yeah, I was just wasn't for sure. <laughs> no, nah, facts. So I was for, I wasn't for sure because you know how it's different when they're medical. They have med- free medical, uh, med- medical, whatever you want to call it, medical insurance or in different countries. I didn't know if that was like a thing, but I I've know. seen this happen firsthand with my own family. Right, my mom took care of my grandfather for as long as she could, bro. Sure, my grandfather had. Very bad diabetes. Um, he got to the point where he lost both of his legs. He wow. had no legs below the knee. So, like, he had to go to a nursing home because he was on dialysis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was so sick that he had to go to a nursing home, bro. And, like, literally, now I know why they call them end-of-life facilities, bro. Because once he lost his legs and was on dialysis, bro, it was a quick dive, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, something like that. It was a quick like- dive. But but I'm saying most people in those places, they're in the same that kind of situation, bro. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, bro. The end of life, I think, for people don't realize it until it smacks them in the face. And it's fucked up. Because you got to see shit like that. Yeah. And it's fucked up. But it's crazy because, like, people, like, how you say people don't think about that. That's something I think about daily, yep. bro. It's crazy, bro. Yep. I've never, I think I, like, hit a certain age. And that's just something I think about on the regular. Like, if, like, God forbid, God willing, that nothing ever. I'm just saying that's something, like, I think about on the regular. It's just weird, Our bro. parents are getting old. My mom yeah. has lupus, bro. I think about that shit all the time. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think about, like, our parents are getting old, bro. Like, we're now yeah. entering that age where, like, our parents are about to be in their 60s, 
or fifties and sixties. Like my parents are in their fifties uh, and sixties. My dad, yeah. they're both in their mid to late fifties. You know what I'm saying? And and some of us have parents that are older than that. Yep. You know, my wife's mom just had a stroke, yeah. so like that really made us even even then take a look at like, damn, like what the fuck will we do? If da, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what will we nice. do if she wasn't able to come home? What what will we do? Can I can I ask y'all this? Um, this this ties on the topic like what will we do? And you you probably felt a little bit based on what you just went through recently. Um, but what's your mind state knowing that, like, when that time comes, you're going to be the head of the household? Like, how does that, like, how does that weigh on your mental thinking about things like that? Like, you're the old, you're the oldest. So it's yeah. like, you yeah. feel me? Yeah. Like, so, oh, man. like that. Have you, you ever thought about that? Like, X, Y, and Z, I was like, now I'm the one, like, everybody coming to me for everything now. Yeah, I thought about that. I mean, the reality of the situation is that, um, I just have to make the most, rational decisions for myself and for everybody like one of the things i'll say this um one of the things that i do take pride in is that i'm very good even though as much as i don't come off on the podcast like this i'm very good at making rational decisions and look and seeing everything like i was just talking to my brother about this it's like i'm very good at just assessing everything like i'm aware of everything right whether if i have a solution immediately i don't know but i'm aware of a lot of shit mm-hmm. right and another thing that I was looking at today, I was re- watching a podcast with the roommates. Shout out to the roommates was talking about leadership. In a lot of cases, leadership, sometimes people think it's always about money. Yeah, in this situation that we're talking about, it always is going to have to deal with a lot of money to be able to preserve the people that you care about. But a lot of times, the leadership is also trying to figure out what is the best way to, best way to do things. And if you aren't aware of things, you can't provide effective solutions for everybody, right? I'm the oldest out of 18 grandkids, right? Oldest out of 18. Sheesh. And I didn't know you the oldest out of all the grandkids. Yeah, I'm the like, oldest out of all the grandkids. That's a whole different story, too. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? And, like, for me, it's, like, one of the things I'm happy about is that at least my younger cousins are all in positions right now where they're where they're smart. I have a little. I have one of my younger cousins. She's doing computer, computer science at Rutgers. Another one's in medical school. One of them wants to go to law school. Other one wants to go to, like, they're all in good positions, so I'm not really pressed, right? Like, they're all, like, super mini computer mentally. So for me, it's like what I have to do now is not even worry about whether or not they're going to have the money. That's fine. The idea now is bringing them together as a leader and finding ways to effectively use what they're all good at so we could all preserve ourselves to have wealth for family. You know what I mean? That's what I have to do as a leader, right? And I think that a lot of times as guy as guys, I think that's what you also have to start looking at, right? Like as you can tell, like my message has been changing because, you know, I might, I'm probably going to have a daughter. You know what I mean? And for me, the last thing that you want to sit here and do is always continue to talk about things from a standpoint of, okay, it's just like this or it's like, it's like this. Like, no, you want to talk about stuff that makes sense. And as leaders, you also have to show that example. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think that for us, we're doing a, such a great job of doing that. And, you know, Mills, I know that, like... Good question, Mills. That was a really... Yeah, because I was going to say that's a really good question because, like, I've just been thinking about that a lot lately. Just, like, I got to start being more of a leader. And sometimes part of the leadership isn't about having your life all together, but being able to show certain things to have effective solutions to move whatever idea, goal, family, business forward in the right direction that benefits everybody. That was long-winded, but yeah. No, I've, I've had this talk with my parents already. Oh, yeah? About when they get to that point. To my mom, you know, I'm going to be the one making the decisions for you. I I know what's best for you in this field. I know what you want. We all, we all want to die at home. Everybody right? Does. We all want to die does. at home. But 
I know what's best for you working in this field. I, I've I've seen it every day. And like you said, going to the thing about the oldest. So again, my 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 wife's mom just had a situation where she had a stroke. My wife is the oldest out of four kids. Everything fell onto her, bro. Now, granted, all of her brothers and sisters stepped up, stepped up and did everything that they could. But immediately, when it happened, it was well, Kaylee, what do we do? It's that you pressure, know, you know. It's that pressure, and and, and, pressure. and I'm glad that I was able to be there for, her and also help helping her navigate in this field because for no, for 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 a regular family, it'll, it'll break you, bro. It'll get to the point where it literally it's breaking because it's so much. You don't know if you're, you don't know what's going to happen to your loved one if they're going to make it through, if they're not going to make it through. You know, there's so many things you have to worry about. You know, she has a teenage sister. You know, what what are we going to do with the sister? You know, what I'm saying there's there's so many different things that went into it that that pressure can break you. And I've also seen a lot of times where even when, you know, you have kids that are taking care of their parents at home, they get burnt out and it becomes too much for them to when they're like, they're like, yo, in order for my own sanity, it's better for you to be in somewhere that you can be taken care of like this. Right. So, I mean, that, that pressure matters. I mean, it's real and people, and people don't really think about it until they have to deal with it, which, yeah. which is unfortunate, you know, cause you, you never, if you're not prepared for that shit, you don't know what to do. You don't know. You don't know where to turn. You don't know where to go. And then, you know, you could be getting so many, so much information from so many different places because you know a lot of ALs, the sales teams are like vultures, bro. You know, you 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 put out you put out something through like um you know these 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 websites that that'll connect you with places that you can afford. For they sure. give you your numbers. Then you're getting twelve different calls from twelve different communities. Everybody's giving you the same spiel. Everybody's competing with each other. So even that in itself can stress you out. That's yep. So I mean, I mean, and this is the last thing that I'll say about this, right? Some of the things that I've seen be the most comments. You have a family of what? It's five of y'all, right? Six. I'm in a family. Six of y'all. It's four of us. It's how many of y'all? Three. Most? Three of y'all, right? A lot of times I've seen you have more than three people in your family, bro. Oh, I'm, si- I'm talking siblings. siblings. Oh, siblings. Oh, yeah. yeah. Four, I just said family. Four of y'all. Yeah, four, four of y'all. Yeah, it's four yeah. siblings. It's four with us. Yeah. And it's three with y'all, right? Okay. A lot of times I've seen the burden of all of this, having to figure out everything from mom and dad, following one person in the family. I already. That's why I said. That's why I asked the question. That's why I said, do your mom and dad have their power of attorney set up? Who's the one making the decisions? Because it doesn't matter. Everyone can have an opinion. But the people that have the, the most to say are the ones that are not involved, involved. right? Oh, you know, I, mom's been living with me in my house that I'm taking care of for 10 years. Now it's time for her to go to a place. You're not going to come and tell me after you come to see her maybe once a year. You don't facts. call to check on her. You know, Now you're going to tell me I can't put her somewhere? That's facts. Get So that's when I see those family conflicts really, really take off and, like, people get into full-blown arguments and um stop fucking with each other because of shit like this yeah you know what i'm saying i mean it's 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 a serious thing it's crazy bro it's It's crazy crazy. like you speaking of people coming out the woodworks because um i'm i'm I'm, just thinking on that aspect of just like when that happens how like i don't know there's there's there's, there's a shift in the family dynamic when stuff like that happens whether it's one parent both parents being gone you feel me and then also like all of our parents are do very well for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So you know when that time comes, family gonna come out of the Woolworths. Yep. You feel me? And it's like on a mentality, it's like how do you deal with all that? Because like you say, you talk to you, you, both both of you have talked to like your parents about things, and you know like the dynamic of your household. Mm-hmm. But like, what about the dynamics of outside of the household? Like your mom's tree and how she operates with her siblings, or your dad's tree, how they operate so, with their siblings, and what they take care of, and like how that may affect you down the road. This as well. is where you 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 really see who the fuck people are, bro. When it comes down to shit like this, bro, you see how evil people are. That's what I say. You, you're just you're an evil person, bro. Greed. I'll say. I'll say. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> evil person. Yo, I'm just saying, bro. Because 
Look, real quick, Moose. Mom and dad are dying, right? All you giving a fuck about is what you're getting financially from them or or you getting the house. Oh, I want the house. I want this and this from the house. You know what I'm saying? I, I've seen it, and it's like, bruh, like, you have no fucking compassion for your mom and dad that took care of you your whole fucking life. Mm. And all you're caring about now is what you're going to get after they're gone. Mm. You don't even you haven't even come to ask how they're doing. That's a fact. You just worried about what you're going to get out I of seen it. That firsthand too you're recently an too. evil person, bro. Facts. You're an evil person. So for me, at least, my mom's side of the family, their siblings, they're all very close. Um, because I also deal with some family issues, kind of similar to this. My grandpa died. My grandpa was a playboy. I say this all the time. He had three wives. Some things <laughs> that they had to. There's some things that they have to handle, and you can kind of see like family dynamic based off what you're saying, Shan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's side is a little bit interesting. Um, I'll share this very, very small, brief detail about my, my dad's side of the family. Um, my grandpa died um, a couple years back. Um, and, yeah, my dad was basically the one who was in charge of the whole whole funeral. He had to put everything together. He had to He's the oldest, right? Technically, yes. Technically, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had to cover. He had to cover the cost. He had to cover everything. You know what I'm saying? And it's like everybody still wanted to say, but that nigga was putting everything together. Yep. And that dad. Same thing happened with my, my grandfather, bro. Putting in stuff. He was still putting in work, paying money, all that stuff in Nigeria. My dad was doing all that stuff, but everybody wanted wanted to say some other stuff that went on in my family. Everybody wanted to say when stuff started coming out the woodwork. So, oh, this it's is what funny, you're sitting man. on. And it's like, it's and for me, it's, it's like, what, oh, I, moves. what, what, I, what I appreciate what I appreciate about my family, right, is at least my brother and my sister. At least for me and my brother, because I was talking to him today, actually. For me, I was expressing to him that, yo, like, if there's one thing that I'm aware of, I'm not a dumb. I, I say this before. I'm, I'm not a dumb nigga. And if there's one thing that God bless me, what gets me in so much trouble is how freakishly aware I am of things without even me just even being there. Right. And so for me being in these situations and having, I know exactly who's coming, who's coming out the woodworks. I know exactly how at least me and me my too. brother, and my sister are going to play it out. I know exactly. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know exactly how <laughs> it's going to come up. I know exactly how some of these conversations are going to come up for me. Right. Because I already know I've already told myself, this is the stuff that I'm going to mentally do for any of these things. And if I have the power of attorney, that's what it is. That's how I'm dealing with it. It's over. Because I'm seeing the stuff that's happening with the with my aunts and my uncles. I made the comments to my mom, like, yo, we not doing this shit. Yep. Because I told them straight, I was like, I don't have the time or the patience. I love y'all, but don't test my patience with this. That's what I'm saying. You bro. know what I'm saying? Like, I love you. Like, I love you. Like, call y'all, like, all the time. But don't test my patience yep. because it's like I get it, the dynamic of family or whatever, because everybody be talking a little, little about your family behind their back, or whatever. But it's like, yo, like it's not that deep. It's you know what I'm saying? Time, like bro. you gotta, you gotta, you, it's you, not the right time like, for that. Yeah, just I, be. I've seen it happen logical. with my mom, bro. My mom, my grandfather's house burned down, bro. That's sad. He could only go stay with one person. Who was that? My mom, the yep. only one that could take care of him. Right? She. Took care of that man until the day he fucking died, bro. Was the not one of y'all ever came to come visit him, come see him, come bring him food, come sit with him for an hour, ten minutes, nothing. My mom did that. So now when he dies, all of y'all want to say him what's gonna happen? Get the fuck out of my face with that shit, bro. Facts, bro. The nerve of people, bro. That's what I'm yeah. saying. The nerve that you have, especially. Like my dad just died. I watched him dwindle away. Yeah. Y'all worried about what y'all gonna get out of it? Yes, uh, come on. I see, I see That's it. gonna be the point for me 
where I cut a lot of my fucking family off, bro. I see. No, nah, we seen that with when one of my aunties passed away, bro. Like they literally had to put some of my cousins from the crib because people were just coming and taking stuff out of her crib. Yep. Like, I want this. I want that. And like, yo, she hasn't even been in the ground a week. As yeah. you say, it's, it's nuts. Bro. See how foul people are, bro. It's, it's evil, foul, bro. It's, it's so foul, bro. Oh um, man, I I could tell y'all stories about this shit all day. It's also hard for the for the for the um. For the for the for the elder going into the home, right? I mean, I've seen people come into a tour and literally act like they even fell out like a kid, bro. Old yeah. people because because they don't want to go because of what yeah. they think it is. Yeah, and that's hard for people. I mean, imagine losing your independence eventually, bro. Imagine that. Imagine having to have somebody come and shower you every day. You know, that's also a tough part of it too. So I mean, it's a hard space to navigate, yeah, brother. It's a hard space to navigate. It's crazy to think about, bro. My yeah. mom be I've been thinking about that type of stuff all as we get older, like that stuff, that's the type of shit that stresses me out. Yep. That's the type of shit like if anything, that you never know. Things can turn like that, bro. My my again, my mother in law on a Tuesday had a stroke out of nowhere. And, 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 and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and the thing that makes it like even like scary is because we all have close relationships with our parents. It's not like we're we we do not we're not cool. We all have, like, I know how your relationship is with your mom and your dad. I know how y'all relationship with your mom and your, you feel me? So it's like, I don't know. That's just something. I just want to ask that question, pop that question. Um, but that was a solid discussion on that. I don't know if you have anything else when it, when it comes to that. Nah, I mean, shit, we could, I could do a whole series yeah, nah, of facts. facts. Let's, jump, let's jump into the Face to Feature song of the day um, presented by MBT. Um, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, make sure you click that big subscribe button, click that follow button, leave us a review. Keep commenting, sharing what you guys like. We, we like seeing the engagement in the comments, things of that nature. Um, the Face to the Future song of the day comes from an artist from North Jersey. He goes by the name of Marcus Araya. Um, we just dropped a, a project not too long ago called Mask Up Volume 2, and the song that we're going to drop off of that is called Demons. Once again, this is Marcus Raya, Demons. God damn. Hey, yo, nigga, what the fuck is this? Sound like you, you get money, nigga. Let me hold something, brother. Yeah, damn. take it easy. Yeah. Niggas pocket watching, and I never been on TV. Uh. Bitches been a headache after popping, I'ma leave them. Yeah. Niggas always talking about a link like I'ma need them. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe it. Uh. I've been fighting demons. Uh. She a little stupid, but the head made her a genius. She into anatomy, now all she want is penis. If I give a dick, I really hope that she not clingy. Don't mean to be mean, but man, I'm fighting demons. I just dropped a movie through an EP, now it's classic. Been the coldest nigga, but I never been this ashy. Niggas got respect from me until they try to jack me. Let's keep it classy. I've been moving cleanly. Never play a hand if you think niggas moving scheming. Never let a bitch get in your head just cause she dreamy. She gon' fuck you better cause she know. Know your shorty sleeping, don't worry, she'll get even, believe me What the fuck is this, Ay, niggas moving walkie, so I gotta keep a grip Ay, Outside of a day until they find a way to stick Ay, Started up a business just to put towards a flip Ay, Keep my laces tied up, don't know what it's like to trip Hundred percent product, don't know what it's like to miss Ay, We'll go face to face, cause I ain't talking through no diss Ay, Please don't hit my phone, cause I can't talk to reminisce Only talking to my bitch, shipping active I've been preaching so much to the streets like I'm a pastor she was always 40 bitches yeah. deep until I bagged her. Yeah. What happened to you? Never need a nigga to be happy. Girl, you moving yeah. tacky. Yeah. I've been fighting demons. Yeah. I can't make a promise to nobody unless I mean it. I can't talk about nothing in my rap unless I seen it. Used to want to bag behind me till this shit got easy. Turn my shit from dreaming. Now I'm fighting demons. Yeah. Uh. Now I'm fighting demons. Once again, that was Marcus Araya, Demons, off his um latest project, Mask Up Volume 3. Um, let's get into some 
I won't call it like controversial. I mean, it's controversial, kind of. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so recently on the latest ep- on the latest episodes of All the Smoke, which is hosted by um, former NBA players Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, um, they had former ESPN analyst Rachel Nichols on there um, talking about what had happened um, when she got let go of ESPN from ESPN based on her comments that she made about um, Maria Taylor. Um, and just to give you guys a lot of background, we talked about last week how Malika Andrews was in the in the limelight and was getting embashed in, in the media and things of that nature. Um, and then this right after it seemed like this this clip post posted up of her of Rachel Nichols being on on the podcast, all the smoke with these two guys, and they gave her a platform to explain what had happened, what she did, and what transpired to lead up to the events. Um of her being fired from ESPN. And what I didn't know, and you'll know once you listen to the video, watch the video, is that um, ESPN had the video in, in, or the, 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 the audio footage that was released that caused her to be fired for over a year, which was surprising to me. And, what? Uh, yep. Yeah, they, 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 had, they had it for a year. And okay, just hearing more information about all this stuff, it, it made it a little more fishy as to why she got fired. Um, but the people in the comments didn't care. All, when I was reading the comments uh, uh, when this clip posted, everybody was bashing Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes for allowing Rachel Nichols to have a platform to give her side of the story. And the reasoning was for that is because they're obviously black men and Maria Taylor's a black woman. So they were getting backlash for giving a white woman a platform to, to explain her reasoning. When you guys hear this stuff, what is your thoughts on one? Them giving her a platform and two, just the people in the comments making a, making a, a deal about it. Well, she works for Showtime now, right? Correct. So she works for the same network that they work for, right? Correct. And she also used to cover basketball. Correct. They're two basketball players. It kind of makes sense for them to be the ones that had a conversation with her about that, too. And then Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson are no strangers to hold anybody accountable, black, white, or whatever the case may be. So I think um, I think it might be a little bit too much looked into, into my opinion. I don't think they're giving her a platform Showtime is giving her a platform, not Stephen Stephen A. And I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes. So I mean, I I don't really think really anything of it, to be honest. What about you, Moose? Um, I think that it's stupid for them to do that. I think that the biggest issue is that people, when people like people like finding things that fit into their narrative, right? Obviously, the narrative right now, regardless of how Malika Andrews have been acting is that you need to protect black women and that black women are right no matter what, right? And the reality of it is that in this situation... Why are you telling me just I just... Because <laughs> that's, that's the narrative, I guess. But um, the reality of the situation is that what people don't want, they don't want an objective truth. They just want subjective truth that is only subjected to their own point of view. And the reality of the situation is that when you see black men with white women, they always think the same narrative of, oh, black women, oh, black men always want to support white women, this, that, and the third, they always want to be part of the white man, X, Y, and Z. So, stupid, I don't really have much to say because Shannon said everything. It's like, they work together, bro. Like <laughs> She's a right. Showtime employee. This goes to my next question. Yes, they are Showtime employees. Yes, they are. They probably have a contractual agreement to have her on the platform, whatever you know what I'm saying Showtime says they have to do. But as somebody that is in, as people that are on in media, even if you have a contractual agreement, whatever it may be, is where do you draw the line when it comes to your morals, when it comes to stuff that you represent, things of that nature? If you're for it, against it, whatever. It so may here's be. my thing about it: where where is the moral? Where was the where was the issue? Like my my point is that there's no issue that somebody, regardless if you're black or white, is coming to present their story. 
Because my thing is, even if she presents her story right, the reality of the situation doesn't change that Rachel Nichols said anything stupid. All that really, all that, all that, all this really does is just makes it say, okay, so what the hell was ESPN holding this for? That's the, that's the only thing. It doesn't absolve Rachel Nichols from her being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It just made me think ESPN was doing something shady. That's all. Which is typical. And that's my thing. It's like people, people don't, people, people like I just. It's go media, ahead, go bro. Ahead, it's talk. not that deep. Talk, talk. It's, it's like not that deep. People, people do not use they 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 mata, bro. That's my problem. Like it's like, bro, like. You were put on this earth. You're grown adults to have this information. Like you can think outside the box to have two con- two contractual opinions that still work in the same way. Rachel Nichols can still be disrespectful, and still could have been set up. Like it, it still works. It works a hundred percent. And what I don't like about people is that, like, and this is not saying that I don't like these. Obviously, but it's like every time it comes to certain narratives, whether if it's black women or women or the LGBTQ community. Anytime you even try to give alternative information, if it falls into the narrative that you may be even slightly doing too much to affect any of these minority groups, now all of a sudden you're an enemy or you're being looked at wrong. And it's stupid because it's like you don't get the information that you really need to make a whole objective truth. Everybody wants to live in a subjective truth. And that's the reality of the situation. Like I said, Rachel Nichols, the reality is she's still an asshole. She is. And one could say that Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes are too. Yeah. They've said plenty of controversial shit. Sure. Plenty. For sure. So where's where's the accountability for them? Or is it only one-sided? Like that's why I'm saying this shit ain't ain't that fucking deep, bro. They all work for Showtime. They all cover the NBA. These two guys play in the NBA. She's covered the NBA for fucking years. Why wouldn't they be the ones on this platform to have that conversation with her? Okay. Okay. I, I like I like where we're going with this. All right. So it's I think it's not more so that they're having the conversation with her. I think it's that People, when I, like I said, when I was reading stuff, it's that they necessarily probably didn't ask the questions that people would have asked her if they were, you know what I'm saying? That All right, thing. so then, t- so talk this thing. Okay, so like, what? Of, like, they're like, in terms of, like, you know how, I don't know, if, if you have somebody on an exclusive interview or whatever, like, whether it's, who, I, don't, I don't know, whoever you want to put, most time you expect somebody, if you're on the opposite side of their opinion, to hold them to the fire when it comes to those questions, when it comes to certain questions or things that you would ask them. And I feel as though, like, in the comments, that's what people were echoing. Not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying their that's show. what I think they were echoing. So, so they can ask her whatever they want to ask her. It's not even just that. You understand that there's showrunners and there are producers and there's people sure. that ask questions. People think that 100% Matt Barnes and um, Steven Jackson are the ones that create these questions. They don't. When you're on Showtime, one mm-hmm. of the biggest networks mm-hmm. in the country, mm-hmm. potentially the world, you not making that stuff up. They write that shit for you. Yep. And they ha- And they have the power to control the narrative of what they want. A, a network that primarily, I'm going to assume, is a demographic of mainly white people. They not going to sit here and put y'all in a position to add, to put Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes in any type of power to ask Rachel Nichols about anything that remotely comes to race. Yeah, they especially, won't be the ones. Especially, especially if they signed her. Yeah. Especially if they signed her. Yeah. Not them two, at least. They won't be the ones to do it. Yeah, they're gonna ask somebody who is who is white people friendly, i.e., another white man or white woman. Do you think? Do you think Rachel Nichols should have sat down with a black woman? It it wouldn't have mattered. Mm, and how do you think that I mean, conversation would have went? You mean on Showtime or not Showtime? I mean either or. Do you think her coming? Because this is her first time she's spoken since that whole um, thing happened. Since she got fired from ESPN, do you think her first sit down? Do you think it would have made a difference? Do you think she would have had, I guess, more credibility? Than that they're giving her if she sat down with a black woman and had that conversation about why this happened exactly. You mean to have someone that would ask her the tougher questions? Yeah, like or just yeah, you know I'm saying like 
whether it be for the tougher questions, the objects, whatever it be, do you think the backlash would still be the same? It wouldn't have changed anything because the credit it doesn't do anything. It's like it's like all right, put it like this, right? Weird example, the baby, right? Like this is like after the baby said everything he said on on stage, that's like him making a song with Lil Nas X. No, like, for, for sure, I'm saying I'm saying in the sense that like, do you think that people, if it was a black woman having though the, the, the interview, do you think that? Like the backlash would be the same. Like, why are you sitting down with her? Do you think that will be validated because it's a black woman? Because Martina is a black woman, so now black women sit down holding Could her be. to the fire. Could it be. probably it won't. Be, you saying? It Could probably be. it probably won't because the same situation will happen. A black woman will sit down there and she's not going to ask. The, she's not going to ask the questions that need to be asked for the for the object for the subjective people who are looking for those answers. So I'm like, saying it, it's going to be the same or not thing. Showtime is my thing. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing. If you're going to go on a free, like, say, a Draymond Green's podcast. You know what I'm saying? Or if you go on, obviously she won't, but if you go on like a Joe Budden podcast, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. But you're not going to get that off of Showtime. Or like yeah, Charlotte it's different. Like that. It's, you're it's not different, getting it from bro. Showtime, bro. Yeah. Like, 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 like Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes, I don't want to say they're not worried about it, but they there to talk about what they want to talk about on their show. That sure. doesn't fit the mode of what they talk about. It does, but it doesn't. It doesn't fit what they talk about on a regular basis. They don't care enough, bro. The episode is 24 minutes long. Come on, man. If you're having a real interview with somebody like that, that's going to be like one of their other episodes that I'm looking at or an hour plus. Nah, for sure. We're really going to dive into this shit. For sure. That, that was more like an intro, like, oh, Rachel Nichols is a part of Showtime now. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yep, for sure. That, you know what I'm saying? That's what I want to get at it, like, if, if it was even necessary. The context right. matters. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Context matters. Yeah. That was, I just wanted to see what you guys' thoughts are on that one because it was just an interesting thing that I've seen that, that, that surfaced. And I didn't, I didn't, I, I got why people were, whatever, felt the way they felt, but. Um, I mean, I didn't really care for like, it's, like I don't really care for the Rachel Nichols situation in a sense. What she like Toby said, like what she did was still fucked up, still messed up. What she said was messed up, all that stuff. So and ESPN holding that for a year knowingly, that's messed that's up too. Like, why is nobody talking well, oh, about that okay, part? Okay, it's I'll go to, <laughs> okay. I'll tell you about the details about what actually happened with that since you guys were. So like, it wasn't just the fact that they had the audio. What she detailed was that. All right, so do you know how they were in the bubble, right? Mm-hmm. And all their setups were different. Like they were having like, the in home, they were doing like their their um, shows like in their room, that type right. of thing. And she was she said she had all this new equipment, and she left equipment on where the people in the ESPN could see what or hear what was going on in her room. Like they had her whole conversations throughout while she was sitting in the room and all that. Damn. stuff. Somebody was listening. They had that Damn. sound and They held it. Damn. And then released it. Oh, so did she know that they had it? Well, she found out that they had it when when they dropped it. She no, I think she knew about how and they just holding it. Ah, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Correct me on the details exactly, but that's the that's like kind of like the general consensus. So of what basically, happened. she so basically she forgot to turn off her equipment, and she was having private conversations on yep. public company, like content or public company equipment. Yeah, and they kept the equipment. Yeah, and they obviously own such yeah, it's content. Theirs. It's theirs. And so because of that, she basically ended up getting exposed because she didn't follow the number one rule. All right, so this is a, this is a, this is so, another. All right, so this goes to another. So she's question. a dude. We go so not somewhere. only, so not only, so not only, so not only, so not only she's dis- so not only she discriminatory. She's also a doofy. Okay, hey, cool. hey, yeah. but is it the co- but, but, but companies do companies have the right to do that, bro? Like if they're sitting there, yes. and you're in your private, yeah, it's room. their yes. equipment. It's their, it's their yes. content. It's their equipment. It's their not, content. She's, not, she's literally all right. So. All right, but it's the same it, thing with right, Donald let's, Sterling, right, let's bro. Put it this way. Let's put it this it's way. It's the same thing right, with Donald Sterling. We sit, we sit here. I give y'all some pop. You're in your, you're here in the pod, right? I give you this equipment to work. We forget to turn your shit. This shit hooked on in my room. I'm sitting there watching you recording your shit. And then like, all right, I'm gonna blackmail you now because I got all your shit. How are you gonna feel, it, bro? I don't think that's the same, same thing. It's not though. the same. Bro, what you it's mean? Like, bro, blackmail how? 
They wait. held the content for a year. But it's their content. But, bro. Saying, ha- but it's not even content, though. Somebody's pri- This is but the part bro. where I'm saying the privacy part. It's like, but bro. That's on the- her for not turning no, that I shit that. off. I get that. I get that. She has no say. No, I get that. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is somebody held these private conversations of you. And they it's, weren't going to use it. It's they, not right to blackmail. They weren't, no. weren't going to use it so, at all. They weren't so. going to use it until this arrives. They're like, all right, we see this as a point to... Get up out of get her up out of here, so I'm gonna just drop this. Then that's so, bro. That's, that's how business I, works, and that's, that's grimy. No, I, I feel that's that. I'm just, I just want to see. Role. I want to hear your thoughts. That's, that's grimy as fuck. At the end of the day, it's like saying it's like saying you talking it's, it's like saying you talking discriminatory about somebody at your job over your company email. Yeah. They tell yeah. you, yeah. yo, we can look through your emails. Yep, yep. literally. And then, they go through your email. They sit on those emails, and then a year later, they release the email. It's yeah. the same exact yeah, literally. thing. Literally, I agree. Like you're you're a doofy for that. Yeah, like, I agree. You are doing shit on your work computer that you're not supposed to be doing. They take your shit. They can look through your whole shit, and I don't have a say in it. It's company property. Because now, now I really don't feel bad <laughs> because <laughs> now I really don't feel bad because you're stupid too. Yeah, like, come on, like, come on. You gotta know. You gotta know, bro. Girl, get, get her, get her out of here, bro. That's what I said. That's what I would do here. I said we y'all took it right where I needed to go. That's shit. what I would hear, bro. Because that was a conversation that was me had the privacy shit, bro. Like, should have ESPN. You know what I'm saying? Why didn't they take action right when they heard that? That's shit? what I'm saying. That's what I was saying. That's like, that's what's bothering well, me above uh, any that's, of this. That's what I'm they, saying. She was recorded. She didn't know whatever the case would be. Y'all knew. Y'all knew she felt this way for a that's, year, and y'all held it exactly. That's nah. what I'm saying. Like, why didn't you do something yeah, about it right nah. then and there? Because when it probably came to contract negotiations, she was probably asking for something. Obviously, ESPN was also trying. Obviously, you can see what ESPN is trying to do now. What all sports networks are trying to do when they're trying to hire minority women. So obviously, because Rachel Nichols was probably going to ask for a bag, because let's be honest, she was going to get that bag if they weren't doing what they were doing. Yeah, they dropped it. So the re- emotional black is blackmail. So the yeah. So the reason it's, it's the re- easy. The reason they dropped it is because the whole because they asked her to give up her slot. Well, she she had like a the NBA Finals. It was yeah, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to give that shit up. Mm-hmm. So they're like, all right, dropped it. Now you have no choice. And that, to and, and what she said fit exactly like the that the, narrative. The, yeah, that's the what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, yeah. but oh, that's how ESPN be though, bro. Yeah, man. That's how. But but that's how these networks are, man. That's how these. It's that's how nuts, these corporations bro. fucking work, bro. It's nuts. Everything is about controlling the narrative. That's all it is, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, just, <laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy like, when, you, when you hear it, it's just like that's damn, crazy. Not negating because like 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 Boo said, you're dumb as hell for leaving all your stuff on. Not. Thinking, I, I don't, don't know feel, better, I don't feel, I don't feel I bad, don't feel but bad for her at all. But I think I still think ESPN is kind of dirty for doing that. Especially too. business, especially with ESPN. Yeah, I don't feel bad for you, business, yeah. bro. But um, that's Disney for you. Facts. Oh, speaking of this, yo, you know what made me mad this Uh-oh. Saturday, bro? What? You was, was at the crib when it happened, bro. I woke oh, up. Oh yeah, I woke talk up, about it. Talk I woke about up, it. Talk about grimy business. Talk about so it. Sling was in negotiations with Disney. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, they didn't come to agreement. So Saturday, Disney owns ESPN. If you didn't know, owns ESPN. If you didn't know. And I'm sitting there. I'm saying it's it's Friday. We recorded the pod dumb late. So when you say we start done, we got done recording at like what, like midnight? Damn near. Yeah, it was midnight. Yeah, you know I'm saying we wake up Saturday. It was I'm about what? It was about like 10 a.m. Yeah, city college yeah. football supposed to come on. College game day supposed to come on. I look on Sling, blacked out. I go online. It says Disney has removed all Disney content, ESPN off of Sling until the con- contract negotiations are up. And you just go on. You just go on. Um, Twitter and everybody's like, I'm deleting Sling, I'm deleting Sling, I'm deleting Sling. All the subscriptions, the, the company probably took yeah, a hit. Yeah. So how do you how do you feel about it? You think it's just big business? This, the same thing because I I use YouTube TV. Same thing happened here, but where they dropped ESPN. First of all, let me keep it a buck with you. All I watch TV for is ESPN. Yeah. Point blank. Period. 
So again, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I mean, and they they was putting out like disclaimers on it maybe like a month before, like this date, this is gonna happen if we don't negotiate renegotiate the deal. And I'm like, yo, there's no way that actually ever is gonna happen, bro. So I'm I'm like, so the day comes that shit happens, bro. I go on Twitter, people are going crazy about yeah, it. Yeah, bro. I'm dropping YouTube TV. Da, da, da. I also dropped it myself. I get an email maybe twenty four hours later that they came to an agreement. Yeah, bro, because that's that's that. <laughs> that's that's, that's big brother. They right came there. to an agreement, and then they gave you like thirty dollars off your next like two months. But that's what that's what Sling did. So yeah. I, I hit I hit end subscription, and they said, "Are you sure?" Right. End subscription said, "We'll give you ten dollar credit." And I ended that joint, bro. Right. And this was like, right. and then like two days later, like, oh, they sent out mass email saying they they got contract negotiations. Who gave you, bro? But it's only Disney that be doing that shit, bro. Yeah, they did more that money shit. and more money and more money. Yeah, they did that shit with Marvel. And they did that shit with Marvel and um in Spider Man because they had they had the joint the joint um contract with Spider Man, and then when it ended, they're like, yeah, nah, sorry, we're just gonna do this, and then. Big business is crazy, man. Big business is fucking nuts, bro. Disney's so manipulative. Happy so, place bro, on earth, my ass. <laughs> Here, here's the thing, bro. You don't even understand how much Disney owns. That's what I'm trying to say. ABC. I mean, they got ABC, CBS. I mean, they own so much yeah. of the of the. I guess you could call it the media space, the TV space, the, the streaming market space. Share. The market share is ridiculous. They own so much of it. They're so powerful. They're going to get what they want. If they're if they're going to go to a YouTube TV or a sling and say, we want more bread in order for you for us to, to be on your platform, they're going to get what they want eventually. You could try and play hardball like sling and YouTube TV did, but you, you see can, what happens. Bro, they can, had to yeah. capitulate because they was about to lose a lot of their subscriptions. Yeah, bro. That's what people don't see. That market share is different, bro. Because if they strip one, they're stripping everything. Yep. And that makes brings your value. I mean, think about it. Who just lost ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPNU, ESPN Classic. You Disney lost Channel, Big Ten Network, yeah, yeah. SEC Network, ACC. Now you lose, you lost all of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Damn, I can't even wonder what that feels like having all those networks, bro. Man, yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, man, it's crazy. But yeah, so that that, that was solid. Let's get into what happened. Um, if you want to, if you guys want to dive into what happened over with, with the uh, what's it called, the doctor that got fired with Tua. Oh yeah, so they fired him. They fired him. So from what I understand, if I saw correctly. He's not even like a real neurologist or something. Like he's like a neuro something extra, but he's not a, like a neurologist. Neurologist. Um, he got fired. Yeah. Um, look, th- this investigation is is only just now beginning. Yeah. Um, a lot of other things are going to come out about it. Uh, Tua shouldn't have went back into the game at all. That's the obvious. Yeah. Um, this is not the first time we've seen malpractice happen within the NFL in their doctors. Um, while we're talking about, because I told you about Tyrod Taylor, if you didn't know, Tyrod Taylor was supposed to start a game. He got a shot before the game of something, and it punctured his lung, yep. which ended up to Justin Herbert starting. Tyrod Taylor losing out on that opportunity for a starting job, so he's now suing them. Um, I don't know if, know if you guys are aware, but remember Trent Williams was on the was on the Redskins. Yeah. He had cancer, and they didn't know it. Yeah, like he had he had cancer, bro. And like he was telling them that something's not right, I'm not feeling right, da da da. And like they would not address what he his concerns about how he felt. He goes to another doctor, like, oh yeah, you have cancer. So he's suing I mean, NFL he, for he, that. He went he went multiple times, multiple times, bro. Which is nuts. I saw that on the on the I am athlete. Yes, that yeah, was nuts. bro. Yes, and um, didn't Alex Smith do something? Something when he went through something with the Redskins, like this surgery or something like that. I forget what it was. Well, the situation with his leg. That's what I'm saying. Leg, but but yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, I mean, Redskins I, either. Who needs to throw up their organization? Tell the rescue's owner he need to get up out of here. Look, look, look. There's bro, even been situations with on, on on a local level with with our Philadelphia teams going through Rothman Institute. Yeah. There's been issues with that too. 
I mean, Marco, Marco Fultz messed up his shot. It's it's all it's all over the place. Um, and you just saw JJ Watt had to get his heart put back in rhythm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and, and then, then he, he played, played on Sunday. Then yo, he played. I'm not, me, per- I'm not playing, bro. That's what I'm saying. When, yo, people are stupid. I'm we, not playing. When we heart. talked about it, bro, it's also so much part of the fucking culture, right? You can you can go back to when Doctor Ben and Amalu discovered CTE. Yep. How they was literally sending people to follow him, torment his family, didn't want his information to come out because they were were literally trying to say that football has no impact on your brain, which is just unbelievable for you to even think that. Yeah. So it's just it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy. The shield, bro. The shield is nuts. Nuts is an understatement. All shield is nuts. All I'm saying is like the puncture lung thing is nuts to me. Crazy. He could have died. That makes me think. Did they do that on purpose? You think? Why? Why do you think that? It's possible. For just Herbert to start. Yeah, bro. I, I don't, don't put I don't put anything past these people. I don't know, bro, because this, these people, bro. this literally happened half an hour before the man before, before they started. How do you puncture a lung with a shot? Tell Medi- me that malpractice, bro. How do you puncture a lung? Bro, they got enough money to get paid under the table, bro. I'm, I wouldn't put it past nobody, but I'm just saying. But I'm saying you're you're a doctor. I see that, medical malpractice all the time. But you're a doctor, bro. At the at, at, in the NFL, bro. And you puncture somebody's lungs, giving them a routine shot. I don't know, man. You make that make sense. That's why he's suing him, because he was a starter. Lost out on the bag, he lost out on starter, everything, bro. bro. Justin Herbert took that spot and never looked back, bro. Hasn't looked back at all. Hasn't looked back at all. Last thing I want to ask y'all, how do you think Jello's going? Do you think he's going to make the final roster for the season? No. Probably not. You don't think so? Probably not. I, sh- I, watched, I watched him play for like a good three minutes. He's not him. <laughs> <laughs> his brother, his brother, uh, Lamelo is though. Lamelo is him. Mello's him. Lamelo's him. Lamelo's him. Jello is just exactly what his name is. He, he Jello's dating um the girl off of hip hop now. Ooh, Nicki Moratis, I think her name is. Ooh, is. yeah. He 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 dating a reality TV star, bro. He need to just they already he, he is a reality. He TV need to star. just go and do that, bro. Just I mean, go and do bad. that. He, he they don't need basketball anymore, but go and do that, bro. I mean, we'll see. Hoop Jimmy's might not be it for him. Hoop James might not be it for him. That, he can play that overseas. Show's, that show's looking like a nightmare. I think he. I think he might make the roster as like a, a 14, 15th guy. G League team. I think, I think he'll be. I think he'll be an active roster. All right. Right. right I haven't seen him play, so I can't say. Right. Gatorade drinker. <laughs> but we'll see, man. Um, Buckeyes looking good. Yeah, I was about to say K State ranked twentieth. Buckeyes looking good, bro. Fuck them niggas. What's Rutgers doing? <laughs> what was the score last week? The Rutgers. Oh, let's shit. talk about that. What's, what, what score Rutgers last week? Why? 49-10. Who got the ass kicked on the sidelines? It wasn't Rutgers. What you mean, ass kicked on the sideline? Oh, you didn't see the end of the game? I don't give a fuck about that. What happened between the lines, bro? Yeah, that happened between the lines. Go back to Jersey. Greg Shiano, Greg Shiano was with the shits. He oh, told Greg Shiano wasn't about to do nothing, bro. He was just mad because Jay was getting your, I was getting your asses kicked. Because you made a fake, because you did a fake punt Greg, on fourth Greg and Bro, whatever. bro, that wasn't, a, that wasn't a planned fake punt, bro. It wasn't the punter took the ball, ran to the right because dude rugby style kicks. Nobody's there. He took off. No, he's foul for that. He took off and he's got the first down. He's foul for that, bro. Greg Schiano punching on right there, bro. He is punching on him. <laughs> he is punching on him. I know they doing. They not. They doing gasses all day. He mad. Schiano's mad. You should. You should have just stayed Ohio State, DC, bro. You'd have been all right. Hey, Shane, can I ask you this? Oh, um, this is my last college football question. Yo, that Chucky Yo, bowl looks crazy. What? <laughs> New Chucky? Oh, no. Uh, my, last question, so my, last, my last question about college football for you is who do you think is coming out the SEC? SEC kind of looks actually like 
Uh, this is the first year I'll say like the rankings kind of do them justice. Look, so far I don't know. Georgia Ole Miss look kind of decent. I don't know. Look, that Ole Miss Alabama game. I don't know where it's at, but that might be the game of the year. Um, I don't know if Georgia is going to come out of the. Um, they might come out of the East because the East is a lot. I don't want to say it's easier than the West because Tennessee's it's the SEC. good this year. But um, Tennessee's that, right? I believe yes, uh, yes they They're are like eighth in the country. I think that um, look. I'm not going to go against Bama until they lose, right? But um, I would love for an Ole Miss or LSU to 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 end that, make it make if, it a little bit easier. If it's going to be guys. anybody this year that, that takes Bama, I think it's going to be Ole, Ole Miss. Miss. Lane Kiffin, just watching Se- second or third year in, I I, I think watching him watching last his week, pregame bro. And, and his interview after the game, he's like six and zero. All right, we got you know. I I just like his, his his demeanor. He said he said, he said six and zero. All right, that's all right. He said right. he said they was throwing in the air against us. What happened? I was yeah. like, okay, he got a be- confidence be- because because he knows like this is all well and good, but all roads are leading to Alabama, bro. We got to yeah. get through that yeah. to to really measure ourselves up and see how good we are, bro. Facts. That's a fact. That's all I want want to ask y'all in terms of the sports side of things. Y'all got anything else for this episode? Yes. Nah, nah. Mm-mm. That was a solid joint. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Episode ninety seven of the Fishy Future Podcast. Damn. It's your boy Mills. It's your boy Shan. It's your boy Mister Moose. It's the Muncher. Oh my God, is that the faces of the future? (laughs)